This is the EVP Podcast. It's the EVP Podcast, everybody. We got Ghosty over here. And Beaker. And that's it. Just us two again. That's all we need. That's all we need. We're going to say that every week. Yeah. Just the two of us. (laughs) I sang it twice. We're going to let everybody know every time it's just us. Yeah. Um, We're not creative. We just keep saying the same thing over and over again. Why? Why? Why ruin a good thing? I don't know. <laughs> There's no need to fix it. It's not broken. There is no need to fix it. Um, anything about anything to talk about since the last week? Yeah, we did have a comment on YouTube from my friend Mary. She's actually seen Popo as well. And she said Popo does not like her. She's held him a few times, and every time he felt like he was warm and left some of his hair in quotations on her. Hair. I don't know what this means, but... Doll hair? Maybe. I would like something to leave doll hairs for me. <laughs> but yeah, that was it. So we hope you enjoyed last week's episode on the James Dean car. Oh, I did have someone message me. I had to chuckle a little bit to myself every time you said the word chassis because it's oh. pronounced chassis. Oh, I don't know what I did. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying sometimes. I don't English very good. Apparently not. Oh, I did find out uh, some a part of the car was in uh, Zach Baggins Museum. Yeah. Um, who, oh, it was our friend Terry. Mess- oh, uh, okay. She commented on one of mm-hmm. our posts. Said that, yeah, a part of the car is at Zach Baggins Museum. I don't remember um, seeing that, but I probably didn't think about it, and I walked right past it. I don't remember them talking about it. I mean, you and I went there together. I don't remember them ever mentioning that. It was probably just on display somewhere and just Maybe. probably walked right past it. Um, our friend Jesse, she does believe that James Dean's car is cursed, and uh, she said she's going to do some research and get back to us on it. Oh, yeah? She's going to prove it? Prove it. <laughs> I yeah. like it. I like the I like the legwork. So yeah, someone else is going to do our job for us. Hell yeah, prove it. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, it's possible it's cursed. I just like I said, there was those three stories, three incidences. I was kind of iffy on, but yeah, I do think it's possible it's cursed. I th- possible, possible. We'll see. But we'll get it proven here pretty soon. I think. We'll find out. I think this week we're talking about not cursed stuff. We're talking about haunted stuff. Yes, and we're traveling to one of the most haunted cities in America. One of the oldest cities in, actually, the oldest city in Georgia. Yeah, it's a uh, Savannah, Georgia. Georgie. 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 Savannah, Georgie, Georgia. Is it your week to not know how to talk? <laughs> Probably. Okay. I, I don't talk very good every Between week. the two of us, we can we can form a complete sentence. Sometimes. Sometimes. Good luck to everyone listening. <laughs> but in Savannah, Georgie. Yes. Uh, there's, this, uh, there's this haunted location that is called the Marshall House. And this place started off as a hotel in a it's on bright broughton street and it's one of the oldest hotels in savannah georgia and this one being built in 18 was 1851 yeah and so you know it's haunted already just based off the year it was built yeah that, according to evp podcast standards it's over 100 years old therefore haunted yeah i mean so, that's that's the u.s standard it has to be 500 years and everywhere else yeah everywhere else that's older than us so in <laughs> in um, did i say utah american standards and because it's in america 
It's over 100 years old, haunted. That's the rules. So have you seen pictures of this place? Uh, no. It's, I mean, it looks like old, it looks like old Georgia. I mean, it's got this old brick and uh, it's got this like, uh, this walkout deck or it goes pretty much across the whole front of the building on the second level. Okay. And people can walk out there. It's pretty, it looks pretty dope. But, like um, a balcony? Balcony. God, I don't know why that was so hard for me to say. Because English again, remember? That's hard Yeah, like I said, it's your week to yeah. not know English. Yeah, I got to like use other words because I stuck at vocabulary sometimes. I guess that's the rule. Whoever's, whoever's episode it is forgets how to speak English. <laughs> Probably. I think so. I think we're on a roll so far. She got this, so she got this land. It was inherited to her from her father. Yeah, who he was oh, a cabinet Oh, did we maker. mention her name was Mary Marshall? Mary Marshall. Why it's called the Marshall House, yes. named after the the original owner. Uh, and then, come Civil War, pretty much gets taken over by the Union soldiers who use it as a hospital. And pretty much, you know, when it comes to being hospitals, you're going to have a lot of dead bodies. Yep. And a lot of amputations and a lot of death. So during that time, it was being used as as that hospital. Uh, goes back to being a a hotel, then later back to being hospitals again because of other things. There was epidemics. Uh, yellow fever. Yeah, yellow fever happened uh, two times, I think. It wasn't two different times? Yeah, it's, it's twice more for yellow fever. Yeah, and then later on in the 1990s, they were doing some renovations and they unearthed some human remains. Yep. In the basement. And so they ended up turning that into a whole crime scene. And Well, I mean, you kind of have to because dead body parts. Yeah, human body parts, crime scene. So after doing some investigations, they found out that that area was where they were doing the amputations. Yep. And they were storing body parts in there. And they, you know what? They were just like, you know what? Just pull up the floorboards and just <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> Throw yep. it down there. <laughs> Seal it back up. Put the floor back down. We're good. Well, I mean, it could have been like a morgue or something, and it just—I mean—it got changed, renovated a couple times, right, throughout the years. Changed hands, changed owners. People, the owners died. I'm sure over so, hundred something years. Here's a quick rundown of the timeline of the Marshall House. Some of the milestones here. So, in 1851, is when Mary Marshall opened the house uh, in Savannah's premier shopping district. Okay. 1857, Ralph Meldrum, proprietor of the Marshall House, erects an iron veranda in front of the property, 120 feet in length and 12 feet wide and high. Uh, the veranda becomes one of the signature features of the Marshall House. 1859, uh, having been fully renovated, repainted, and refurbished, the hotel reopens to the public. Two and, years, so it took two years? Yep. Oh, damn. So in 1864 to 1865, that's when the hotel was occupied by the Union troops. Uh, led by General William Sherman. Uh, it was used as a hospital for wounded soldiers until the end of the war. In 1867, the Marshall House Company was founded, and that was the Volunteer Fire Department. Uh, they were founded to protect the Marshall House and other properties in Savannah. 1880, huh. the adjoining building known as Florida House was annexed as part of the Marshall House, increasing the hotel's capacity by about a third. Oh, so they just started absorbing other buildings. They did. 15 years later... They closed. Uh, four years later, 1899, it reopens as the Marshall House and features electric lights, and it has hot and cold baths on every floor. 
That's that's amazing. In 1899, yeah. <laughs> I I mean it's common now, but uh, that's a big thing though. That is a big then. thing. So we jump forward to 1933. Herbert Gilbert, uh, who is a prominent hotel and real estate man from Jacksonville, uh, he leased the building and changed the name to the Gilbert Hotel. In 1941, Herbert Gilbert sells the hotel and eight stores. The property is now steam heated and features a lobby, a dining room, living room, reading room, 66 guest rooms, one suite, and an apartment, and six storage rooms. 1846, the Marshall House reopens with a complete... 1946. uh, Reopened with the complete renovations. 1957, at this point, the house is 106 years old. Uh, it closes again. Uh, there was extensive alterations to put the hotel in full compliance with state fire laws. Uh, they were not possible on a short-term lease, so they had to close it down again. Uh, 1998, so we're looking at, what, uh, 40 years here? Yeah, 40 years of just sitting there. 40 years of just sitting there. They they start renovating it again, and I'm sure this is when they found the, the body parts. Yep, that late 90s. 1999. Uh, the house is fully restored and renovated, and it reopened back to the public. In 2001, hotels, HLC Hotels, Inc., which is a Savannah-owned and operated hotel management company, purchased the Marshall House. Uh, 2003, the Marshall House feature, was featured on the Travel Channel's Greatest Hotels. Uh, in 2004, 5, and 14, the Marshall House was voted Best of Savannah. Uh, 2005, it was featured on Travel Channel's Haunted Hotels. 2006, it was named as one of the Coastal Living's top 20 places to stay. 2008, uh, complete renovation of the Marshall House guest rooms and suites. 2014, they renovated the lobby and the library. Also, that same year, it was voted Best Boutique Hotel by Savannah Magazine. Well, it's done so that's, quite well for that's itself. That's a quick... Quick brief rundown of some of the uh, important things, I guess, that happened with this hotel. It only took a 40-year hiatus during yeah, the whole time. Just 40 years. So it still operated for over 100. Yep. But, damn. That, so looking at some of those uh, videos of that place, there was the hallways in there are pretty damn narrow. Like, it looks still really old. <laughs> but, because it is. So they've renovated the rooms. They but weren't fat back then. No, they weren't. They probably didn't have all that big luggage like we have now. Probably not. <laughs> or processed McDonald's. <laughs> but there's a lot of stuff that goes on at the hotel. So uh, they have a lot of faucets turning on randomly. There's toilets that they say will just randomly overflow. That's I don't know if that's more ghostly, though. The it could be bad plumbing. Yeah, like, that sounds like bad plumbing or somebody like creating a mess and then ducking out real quick. Maybe. <laughs> but... Uh, but the, the faucet's turning on and off, that's crazy. The, the light's turning on and off, that's pretty nuts, too. Um, they say there's a lot of children sounds running through the hallway and laughter and stuff, uh, especially on the fourth floor. They say room 414 is the ha- most haunted. But they also say room 214, 314, and 414. Um, Apparently 306. Yeah, and 306 seems to be somewhat haunted as well. Some other things that go on, electronics turning themselves on for no apparent reason, uh, disembodied voices that go through the hallway and on the fourth floor. Um, usually in the early morning hours, there's a lot of like what sounds like heavy crashing objects to the ground. And doorknobs also kind of wiggle 
themselves like someone's trying to get in. Okay, what that sounds like is someone drunk. Probably. Walking down the hallway, just kind of stumbling They're into the sure wall. not sure which, because we had this when we were in Vegas where someone was trying to get into our room because it was. Right. And we were at the very end of the hall. Like, we were like one of the last rooms. It was just, like some drunk asshole. They were probably on the wrong floor. Yeah. And, and down the wrong hall. <laughs> but I, that just sounds like someone drunk stumbling, crashing into the wall, trying different doors, trying to find their room. I don't know if that that one sounds as ghostly as I mean, if they were hearing. I don't know. That, we heard that loud crashing at the Ritz. Yeah, that was yeah, that was that loud. Was, that was insane. <laughs> I experienced that, but I mean, I would be uh, if I was getting those loud crashes outside my door and the doorknob jiggling, but no shadow underneath the door. Yeah, that's when I'd be like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, there's also a cat. They say there is a cat. It's a ghost cat, apparently. Yeah. I wonder what, I wonder what they... What the ca- God damn it, I can't talk again. Ghost cat. Ghost cat. Well, I wonder what the ghost cat is doing. God damn. Probably just wandering the halls. Uh, that was a hard sentence for me. I know. Gosh. It's okay, buddy. You'll get there. <laughs> one day. One day I'll be able to talk. Um, so about 306. Uh, that room 306. A room... This is what one guest wrote down about this room. He said... A room to be wary of, 306. The loud hall noises in the middle of the night happen on the fourth floor where we just happen to be staying. I've lived in many haunted hotel houses, but Marshall House creeped me out completely. I loved it there, but I could not rest. Yes, it is old and noisy, but there's way more going on there than meets the eye. I know others have experienced things too. There is also a ghostly cat, but I never seen it myself. There happened to be another hotel guest who said she did. But what else can you really expect from a city built on top of dead bodies? Hmm. Interesting. But he's over here talking about the fourth floor, and he all he said was 306. He didn't say anything about what goes on in 306. Yeah, I don't know. That's just be wary of it. Yeah. There was Why? Loud, well, there was loud hall noises. In but the he's talking about night. on the fourth, on the fourth floor, floor where he stayed. So what's he doing in room 306, huh? I don't know. Maybe I I do not know. Yeah, he's got some explaining I think, to do. Yeah, he sure does. Yeah, wandering in other people's rooms like that. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He's, he's probably the, the drunk floor. guy wiggling the doorknob. Yeah, and he just stumbled in. Yeah, because he's the one and he's he's the one to be wary of in room three hundred six. Son of a bitch. <laughs> he's just in there hiding. Oh man! So in on the main floor, at the hotel lobby. There's this huge portrait of Mary Marshall that was painted in 1830 by an artist named Peter Lawrence. Uh, there was one day, there was this little girl that was staying at the hotel with her father, and she pointed to the picture of Mary Marshall and told her father that she had seen that lady in the hallway. Hmm. Uh, now, while she didn't know exactly what the father said, uh, you can only imagine like how surprised he was when his young daughter was like, hey, um... I saw that lady walking in the hall. That would be pretty cool. And she's been dead for a long time when this girl saw it. I would have been like, let's stick around and see if you see her again. Let's got some questions to talk to ask her. Yeah. Um, so guests also report hearing this old-fashioned typewriter because there was actually somebody famous living there. So it sounds like people were actually like this was more of an apartment or like a long-stay hotel. Is that what people did back in the day? Sometimes, yeah. Okay, so... Well, it's like that... Uh, what's that movie John Turturro's in where he's, like, writing a book or something? 
Like he goes and stays in a hotel, and that's where he writes. Hmm. I don't know, but I know Stephen King was does that. Yeah, Stephen King. He was in the, the uh, Stanley Hotel or, yeah, in Estes Park. Park. Yeah, Estes Park. Stanley yeah, Hotel. he was in Stanley Hotel yeah. when he got the inspiration for The Shining. Exactly. So yeah, so it seems like a thing to do for writers to go stay somewhere else. So one of these writers, he was a his name was Joel Chandler Harris. So he's famous for the Uncle Remus character. And um, if you're not familiar with Uncle Remus. They did make, he's the, the character they put in Song <coughs> of the South. He was the, the guy that sang Zippity-Doo-Dah. Yeah, Zippity-Doo-Dah. That's Uncle so, Remus. Yeah, that, that uh, character in Song of the South was based on this guy's stories. So that's who used to live in this hotel and was writing, was a writer. So people hear this, this old-fashioned typewriter going on just randomly. So um, they also talk about of a dapper gentleman reading a book by a window a lady in white flowing through the hallways and another ghostly woman who haunts the lady's restroom on occasion. She will knock, she will lock the stall. <laughs> Let's hope it's a ghost and not some Chuck Berry copycat with a serious fetish problem. Chuck Berry. What's that from? That's a Chuck move. Berry's a singer. Yeah, I know. But what, what's, what, what's this reference about some Chuck, Chuck Berry copycat. Is there a song about locking someone in a bathroom stall? All I know is Johnny Be Good, like, you know, from Back to the Future. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, damn. I, I don't know. I don't understand. I don't get it either. You probably could have skipped that joke in yeah, the... I probably could have. <laughs> Maybe someone out there gets it. Yeah. If should you I... understand this joke, let us know. We don't. <laughs> so we just, we should just I say it, it again? Me. Should I say the joke? I don't need to, huh? I better no. not. I better not. Yeah, I'll leave we'll, just, we'll just skip. My English is hard. We'll just gloss over the fact that we're just reading from an article someone else wrote. Um... <laughs> <laughs> so the Marshall House, it's a, a noisy place due to its wood floors and high ceilings, but there are countless tales of apparitions of small children and the sounds of crying babies that have been regularly reported by guests at this hotel. I mean, it could be a guest in another room with a baby. It's possible. And then their baby's crying. Or they're bringing their kids and the kids are running around playing. Yeah. Um, these spirits are known to linger around the Marshall house. Uh, the laughter and playful voices of the children can be heard within the building at any given moment. Sometimes the ghostly children can be seen skipping and running and playing games through the hallway uh, in physical forms. Like you can actually see them. Okay. Apparently. I don't know if they're like vanishing or, or they actually, just or they're, they're actually the just hallway. guests running down the hallway. Someone yeah. looks out and the, <laughs> must be ghosts, but they also hear uh marbles and rubber balls that can be heard rolling and bouncing down the hallways, um, saying that sounds like something that you know kids aren't playing these in these times. Um, yeah, that makes you, sense. That was the last time you saw a kid go outside and play marbles. Yeah, never. I haven't heard seen that. I've, I've never even seen that when I was a kid. I did. I used to play marbles. Okay, I might have seen it when I was a little kid. In the nineties, man, we didn't have video games. Well, we did, but not as much. Yeah, but you don't really see much marbles. I remember having some, but not really doing much with Listen, them. You know where you can see marbles? Squid Game. I never even finished Squid Game. Well, the second season's coming out, so let's not get off topic. Oh um, shit! Okay. I already did that. <laughs> but apparently, if you see or hear this, you can go check the hallways, and there's no kids or anything outside when these noises are going on. Yeah, so that sounds. I mean, okay, if you're if you're seeing it, hearing it right outside your room, and go look, and there's nothing there, and there's like long hallways with no one that could be, you know, running right. down. Okay, yeah, that would make sense. That does make sense. Um, 
There's a guest named Christopher who recalls, My fiancé and I stayed at the Marshall House for one night over the summer. At the time, we didn't know its history and just saw that it was a cool hotel for a pretty inexpensive price point on Expedia. That night, laying in bed watching TV, we heard what we assumed were families out in the hall. It sounded a lot like children running around and people talking very loudly, which was odd for 12 a.m. However, when I looked, there wasn't anyone there. We heard the same sounds intermittently until we fell asleep. I wouldn't call the experience scary, just weird. Okay, so there's also an infamous uh, story about a mother and her son who stayed at the hotel. Uh, the boy's mother was in the bedroom and her son was in the bathroom playing and talking to himself. Uh, her son then came out of the bathroom crying and she'd asked him, you know, what was wrong, what happened. And he said, the boy bit me. And his mom was confused. was like, what boy? Because, you know, they're in their hotel room. Like, yeah. there shouldn't be anybody else. He's in the bathroom by himself taking a bath. Right. And he's like, she's, she's like, what boy? And he's like, uh, the one I was playing with in the bathroom creepy so i guess the the kid's mom quickly went to go check the bathroom didn't see anybody else in the bathroom uh but she did look at her son's arm and found that there was in fact a bite mark on his arm and from what they say is like it wasn't like a bite mark that he could have done himself like in order to for that bite mark to be there like someone had to have done it because unless he was a contortionist he couldn't have reach that area <laughs> yeah i guess they found out after the fact that uh that was not the first time that bites had been reported there at the Marshall House. There's other guests that have been inflicted with child-sized bite marks, and it was done with so much force that each time a bruise was left, and each time the bite mark was on the spot of the body, like you just said, that would have been impossible to reach unless you were a contortionist. So that's so creepy yeah, that's as crazy. shit. That would be creepy. If my kid said they got bit in a room where nobody was and then actually had a bite mark, like that would freak me the hell out. It'll be like on their back or their shoulders or like the back of their arms or something like Right. Like freaky as shit. That would freak me out. My luck, I'd get bit in the ass. Probably. I mean they like to grab your <laughs> yeah, ass. It would get grabbed. How many investigations we've we been on where your ass is, maybe you just want to get your just ass. Just one. <laughs> You're like, ooh. Touch me. <laughs> um so they, there is a lot of Civil War ghosts that, the, that get reported as well. Uh, there's a lot of amputee ghosts that they see. Um, other, other ghosts are just kind of walking around randomly. Um, there's, there's stories of one with a missing arm where his arm, or an amputated arm and kind of holding, holding the amputated arm and just kind of asking for help, help like looking for a surgeon or something. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, what would you do if you're walking down the hall and there's this dude, like, walking, like, holding his arm in his hand? I'd be like, come with me. Let's go find the surgeon. <laughs> <It's>, yeah. <it's, laughs> I don't know where one is, but we'll find one. obviously need a surgeon. Come that was, with me. That was, that's when you run down the lobby and it'll be like, is there a doctor in the <laughs> house? <laughs> Medic. 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 <laughs> uh, some of the guests have made complaints about an awful odor. Uh, it smells like rotting flesh. Uh, I've experienced this on investigations before. It's not fun. Oh, it's probably the basement where there's rotting flesh. <laughs> Quite possibly. I mean, yeah, people. The floorboards probably, probably absorbed all that nastiness that as it rotted away. There's someone that said that uh, when they were first renovating the hotel and it opened in 1999, three rooms had foul smells and bad vibes that were so overpowering that the staff workers could not stay in them long enough to get anything done. 
And this is the, all the rooms that you mentioned, 214, 314, 414, uh, with 414 being the worst and being very active. They tried every deodorizer that they can get a hold of and nothing seemed to work. Finally, they had a prayer slash blessing in those rooms and the smell and vibes relented only with 414 still having a persistent odor and uh, bad vibes. Uh, staff said to play gospel. The, the staff plays gospel music in that room when they're cleaning it because it's the only thing that keeps the bad vibes and the bad smells away. Hmm. Which is kind of trippy. The gospel music, huh? Well, um, on the old paranormal team, that was something we did quite often. Like when we were doing a house cleansing, we would play like uh, church hymns from the like the Mormon Tabernacle Choir. And the spirits and just like, Ugh, I've had enough. The, I'm out. the I'm bad out. ones, yeah. It kind of drove the bad spirits out. Uh, the, the music can be very powerful when it comes to doing some of the stuff. Like the type of music that you play or listen to. Like I used to listen to, um, there's a certain, there's a couple certain songs I have on a playlist that I listened to. Like when I was leaving a location that was very negative and so, it would just, it was kind of more for my peace of mind. Like letting me know that like negative spirits aren't going to follow me home because they don't want to be around that, that type of stuff. So the, yeah, they'll be like, you know, I'm going to go to that house playing house music at 2 a.m. Yep. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, there's a other guest that describes seeing a shadowy man dressed like a Civil War soldier uh, with a small boy. And there was one person who said that he, this soldier shouted at her, get out of my room. And she grabbed her shit and took off. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, this is weird. Just like a, a Civil War soldier with a little child. I wonder what they just teamed up. I wonder. If, Maybe. Yeah. Because I've seen it before, like on investigations where there's been a child spirit that just ended up somewhere where they didn't know where the hell they were. And they, another spirit finds them and like kind of takes them under their wing. I'm going to show like, you how to move things with your mind. Yes. <laughs> uh, at the place where the old operating room was, people have reported seeing doctors treating soldiers who have been recently brought in from the battlefields. Uh, some have even made claims that they felt a presence holding onto their wrist as a nurse would do to feel someone's pulse or to take someone's pulse. Mm -hmm. Um, here's some other stories that people have had. Um, okay. This guy says we recently spent several nights at the Marshall house and had a couple of experiences, unexplained noises and smells in our room and outside in the hallway, which brought about some unsettling eerie feelings. It's probably like other guests that were like running out, farting in the hall and then going back. Smoking cigars. <laughs> I don't know. Um, our room was on the second floor with a courtyard view. We too heard the marble rolling sounds and hubby swears he was awakened by what he said sounded like a child giggling in the sitting area. But when he turned on the light, nothing was there. That's kind of creepy. Yeah. Uh, Especially if it's coming in from inside the inside room. Inside the room, yeah. It would be something else if it's outside. The, but yeah, that's like right in the room, then turning on the light. And the, yeah, that's creepy. Yeah. Uh, and he just figured that perhaps he was just dreaming. We really enjoyed our stay, but there was an overall sense of spookiness, and it was as though we were waiting for something to happen or appear, probably mostly due to all the hype that Savannah has about being a very haunted city. All right, another story from a previous guest. They said, I never got much sleep while I was there. I always felt very uneasy and utterly creeped out at nights in my guts and could not rest. 
uh, did hear some strange noises in the hall late at night around 3 a.m. Or so it sounded like a um, hard rubber ball rolling along the hallway and bouncing. Also, what sounded like a marble rolling and bouncing. Also, a very loud crash in the hall at 3 a.m., uh, almost like a body falling and hitting the floor, and no one was out there. Uh, we also heard what sounded like walking around the floor above us, but there's only the roof, which I've actually experienced at a hotel before, at the Perry Hotel. Oh, shit. Um, I stayed there. I Yeah, the, there was a convention that happened back in, like, 2018. Mm-hmm. And the person running the convention put some people up at the Pier Hotel. Those rooms are tiny. This so this hotel hallway. You've seen the hallways there. At Pier. Yeah. This is exactly what uh, I that I was reminiscent of walking through the Pier when I was seeing videos of people walking through this. Yeah, that's um, it's it's just trippy when you're on the top floor and you hear There's footsteps. Nothing above you. Like it's just the roof above <laughs> you and you hear footsteps. It's the bums that it's the transients running around town. Yeah, they climbed up to the top of this like four story building. Okay, it was Batman uh, or Spider Man, son of a biscuit, or Daredevil. All right, this person goes on to say that uh, there was also very an unnerving feeling of being touched while in bed at night, and I was completely awake, uh, touched on the inside of my lower leg slash ankle and buttocks area. Oh. Mm-hmm. Find out what room they're in. You should go there. You like getting groped by the ghost. Uh, they, they go on to say this made me nearly jump out of bed more than once on the last night we stayed there. We noticed a strange smell in the room and the bathroom that we could, uh, they, and they couldn't find the source for it. Uh, it was almost like burned flesh smell combined with a slightly sewery odor. I said they would like to hear from more people who have also experienced stuff from that location. Probably the plumbing, and it's probably someone else's shit from some, from another room that they're smelling. Maybe. I mean, this was completely renovated in 1999, so it was probably brought up to code. True, but but it could be possible. I mean, they do say toilets over flush, and it could be possible one room's flushing the toilet and it's backing up into the next room. Who knows? Odors. Yeah. The shadow knows. <laughs> All right, one last story. All right. Stayed here for two nights in a superior king room. Bed was very comfy and breakfast good, though the coffee wasn't great. Neil, the concierge, was a little treasure, recommending places to eat and booking our trolley tour for us. I have to say that I was worried about the ghostly activity mentioned in some previous reports. I'm a scaredy cat, but my other half was excited about something unexplained happening. The first night we slept through the... Uh, the first night we slept right through... The second night, I was woken from a deep sleep by a loud whirring noise right by my ear. It even made my hair move. We could then hear what sounded like drums from a marching band for for a while before it faded and we went straight back to sleep. Bizarre. Strangely, this hasn't put me off returning to this hotel. Savannah is a wonderful place and I wouldn't want to stay anywhere else. So, seems like that's about it for when it comes to the stories. Um... Well, I mean, I bet you there's a shit ton more, but that's all we're going to do for tonight. Yep. I'm just looking real quick to see. Like, you can book a stay there. Like, people can still stay there. And I, from what it looks like, you're looking, depending on what day of the week, you're looking anywhere from 200 to about 300 almost $400 a night. Damn. I do want to check out Savannah, Georgia, though. I've never been. I do want to go because I know it's super haunted. I think every building there is haunted, right? 
if it's over I think everything, years old. I think everything on as that long street. As, as long as it's over 100 years old. I'm having a hard time again. God damn. Well, Savannah being the oldest city in Georgia, everything's haunted. That's, yeah. Gotta be. It's gotta be. That's, if there's, that's the rules. If there's Spanish moss hanging in the city you live in, it's haunted. We should check it out. Let's we'll add it to the list of places that we'll say we'll go and probably never do. There's one um, day we will do all these things. We're, yeah. As soon as we have enough money to buy our we'll ghost sale. yacht. We'll sail there sell in our to, ghost yacht. We're going to sell to landlocked areas in our ghost yacht. There's riverways. That's how they traveled back back in the day. We'll get one of those giant boats like the Mark Twain boat at Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that. We'll just go up the river. Yep. Get a river boat. <laughs> Dude, that would be a fun ghost tour. That would like be a dope. Riverboat ghost tour. Yeah, and stopping these little old. Oh my god, that'd be yes. creepy. That would be dope. We're giving people ideas. I know. We stop. We better stop it. People are gonna bankroll on this. I know. All right, ghosts you don't play that. Peace. Oh, Wait. You know what? We didn't say. Yeah, say the things. Say the things. Yeah, with well, the the Google stuff and the Gmail. The Google and, stuff uh, and the Facebooks. Gmails. So, like, if you want to check out our social media at evp.pod at Instagram or Facebook. DVO has been doing an awesome job keeping up the social media for us. He's been posting some reaction videos and um, the purple nose beam videos. <laughs> he did he did a video of uh, some poltergeist activity, and then he did his purple nose beam. It's actually kind of funny. Go check it out. Um, if you have a story you'd like to share, if you've been to the Marshall House and, and want to talk to us about it, you can email us at evp.pod at gmail.com. Also, if you're in the market for some paranormal equipment, check out our affiliate link at ghoststop.com. And you can find that link on our Facebook and Instagram pages. Yeah. I do post it every week on the episode updates when they come out. So you can find it there, too. Good job. You did it. We almost forgot that whole stuff. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Now we can say, Ghost Little Play That. Peace out, butterflies. This is the EVP Podcast.